Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. This podcast is part of a second series of short podcasts where Caroline draws on her wide corporate, not-for-profit, exec, non-exec, and coaching experience. And today, she's going to look at fear and how we can manage this at times destructive emotion. Thanks so much, Darren. Fear and anxiety are natural in the face of COVID-19. Fear of contracting the disease, of loved ones suffering or dying from it, but also fear of a changing world and that restrictions will continue, the economy will take a nosedive, you'll lose your job if that hasn't happened already, etc., etc., My observation over the years has been that people are always afraid of change too, but the fear they experience is almost a fear of fear, if that makes any sense. And it's the same with fear here. People can't really know whether change is going to affect them badly or not. That's true also in COVID times. We don't know whether we'll suffer from it directly, and we might be surprised by some good things which come out of it, as people indeed are now identifying. Whatever the case, though, it's not a pleasant sensation and we'd like to avoid it. When you're afraid, you don't perform at your best. You don't make the best decisions, just as you don't when you're in a panic. Remember times when company performance isn't great and everyone's running around like headless chickens and decision-making is just not happening or is poor if it does take place? I've undergone a number of trainings for situations in hostile territories, whilst at Save the Children International and the British Council. It's a fact that a surge in adrenaline prevents us from hearing and seeing as well as under normal circumstances. I've seen grown men and women tearing across a field marked minefield, with people shouting them, stop, it's a minefield, in their determination to get to a crash jeep with wounded occupants they needed to help. Fortunately, just a simulation, but it demonstrated well the point. So be aware, fear in and of itself is often the enemy, rather than the thing you're afraid of. As I mentioned in an earlier podcast, 70% of women are said to communicate from fear rather than strength. I don't have the statistic for men, but I imagine this applies to a good proportion of them too. So what does that really mean? It suggests we react to our fear, and my example of headless chickens applies here. In those corporate situations, I've always found it best for myself, for my team, and for the overall organisation to stay calm and focused. You can't make the right decisions from a basis of panic, and if you spread panic by your behaviours, actions and communications, then you unsettle everyone else. In one of last year's podcasts, I talk about ways of decreasing fear, and there's one coming up on motivational states which will also help, I hope. But I've thought of it further in the COVID context, so would like to share a few practical tips. Don't binge-watch the news. Try to restrict yourself to once a day if possible, as the more you hear the negatives, and journalists just love a negative story, the more your mind will focus on them and believe all is terrible and there's no hope. Keep a note, a journal or diary if you like that sort of thing, of all the positive experiences you're having. Contact with old friends, humour on social media, human kindness, becoming closer to nature if fortunate to live out of the city or even in the city discovering new recipes, forming stronger relationships with colleagues, breaking down international barriers, etc. When feeling afraid, think about what you truly value. And before taking any action born of fear, which you might regret, ground yourself with your values. 
they will hold you fast and prevent you from doing something counterproductive. It's really the thing that gives us strength. And as I mentioned above, communicating from strength is the antidote, if you like, or the opposite of communicating from fear. Fear breeds fear, they say, and I would suggest values breed values and strength breeds strength. Try to be objective, seeing yourself as if from the outside or at a distance as a third party and visualise yourself as courageous. Talk about it to yourself. Think about times when change has occurred and it's been for the better. And if that seems too remote under COVID, perhaps think about how after terrible things happening in the world, a next normal has evolved and it will no doubt do so this time too. The motto, this too will pass, is healthy to keep in mind. When you have the tendency to ask others for more data and you start to put undue pressure on them, stand back and consider your motives. Is this something you really need or is it simply something with which to busy and perhaps reassure yourself? Another way of managing your own fear is to talk to others about their fear. Often when we're wanting to reassure others, we come up with the words that reassure ourselves. Or imagine you're in fact your staff member and talk to yourself. Sometimes by objectifying things, you can see much more clearly. Meditation can also help, and apps like Headspace are a worthwhile investment if you can discipline yourself to use them, especially when feeling anxious. You can get a family subscription and share with any five others, which is nice as you can give something to others this way too. Exercise, especially outside where we can top up our serotonin levels through exposure to sunlight, can be really beneficial too on the fear front. Studies maintain that humankind in its development is still so close to nature, even if many of us now live in cities, that reconnecting with nature lifts us up and gives us a boost and also relaxes us and lets us see things more in perspective. You'll find some of these tips work for you and some don't. It's very personal to the individual, of course. So I would recommend noting down somewhere close at hand the things that help you most. And then when you feel anxious or afraid, you quickly turn to that list and start to manage the fear. As I often say, if we have thought through how to do it, we can often get our mind to react in the way we want it to. And I'll talk about that further in another podcast where I look at the motivational states model we've discussed before, but from a COVID context. Thanks once again, Caroline. Next time, you're going to talk about that very model of motivational states that can help you move from a state of fear into one where you're comfortable, creative and inspired. Looking forward to that. Till then, goodbye from us and thank you for listening.